0: Good morning, everyone watching live on BAM YouTube. Let me know in the comments which market you are tuning in from. The hot sheet covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. On today's hot sheet, I will cover the Q4 Employment Cost Index, tomorrow's Fed meeting, what John Burns has to say about new homes, and the number of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. That will blow you away. Today is Tuesday, January 31st, 2023, and the hot sheet starts now. back in studio today just one day this week back in studio i left bobby our lead producer at bam in pennsylvania we did yesterday's hot sheet live from villanova at the villanova inn in their library if you missed that go check it out it was it was a really interesting hot sheet had a lot of commentary a lot of dms coming back from that one Uh, appreciate you joining in on this one live or even on the replay hit the thumbs up if you are enjoying the hot sheet we're going to test out this remote. Hot Sheet again for the rest of the week will be in Las Vegas the next 3 days. So we'll be going live still 9:30 Eastern Time. It'll be 6:30 there, but we'll continue the 9:30 Eastern Time. Okay, just this morning at 8:30. Yes, I say morning. So if, if you're if you're new to my content, I got some like words that I can't pronounce correctly. So this morning at 8:30 a.m., the quarter 4 employment cost index was released and let's go to Wall Street Journal to see what they say about that. Employment cost report shows worker pay gains held nearly steady in the fourth quarter. All right. Employers spent 5.1% more on wages and benefits in the fourth quarter of 2022 compared with the previous year. Up slightly from 5% annual gain in the third quarter, Labor Department said on Tuesday that just this morning this was released. Growth somewhat from the prior quarter advancing here's the big number here one percent uh versus one.2 percent increase in the third quarter okay so they were anticipating the expected increase was 1.1 percent we got a one percent increase okay so that's good news the Fed wants us to actually beat expectations on these numbers meaning coming in lower than expectation because that means that employee, Um, you know, salaries are slowing down. Yes, you heard it. The Fed wants workers, employees to be earning, you know, a flat fee or less money because they know that that makes their job easier of getting back to 2% inflation. So uh, still too high for the Fed. This number is still too high for the Fed. Most of the economists and people that are reporting on this say this is still too high for the Fed okay so what's the fed going to do tomorrow they're going to meet tomorrow they're meeting today and tomorrow actually uh i've shared this link and i'll put it into our daily download as well uh fed meet meetings uh for the year okay so you can kind of like grab this link mark these on your calendar today and tomorrow they're meeting and all the other uh meetings throughout the year are there okay so What's the Fed going to going to do with all the things considered? We talked about the GDP last week. Uh, we know what's happened with housing. They're going to meet today, tomorrow. Powell's going to talk tomorrow. The markets and everybody's going to be watching very closely on Jerome Powell's speech tomorrow. 25 basis points on the federal interest rate is basically a foregone conclusion. Okay? Now, I think... Tom Toole and I talked about this on Friday's Knowledge Brokers podcast. You can find that on YouTube at Knowledge Brokers podcast, uh, where there was a prediction that it was a 98% chance that the Fed goes with a 0.25% or a 25 basis point increase on the federal interest rate, okay? There's a lot of people that say, hey, they should just pause and start to look and see what happens less than 2% of people believe that that's what they're going to do and less than 2% of people believe they're going to go to a 50 point basis hike. If they go to 50 point, I can tell you right now the markets will react in a very negative fashion because they're expecting this 25 point basis basis hike. So if they go to 50, you're going to see stock markets plummet. Just uh today coming into the show here, Dow futures were up after that ECI report that we just talked about the the employment cost index. Okay, so Everybody's kind of waiting and seeing. We've seen you know, pretty flat numbers overall. Uh, we're going to talk about the 10-year here at the end and w- what happened with the 10-year this morning. Uh, but we've seen pretty flat, stable numbers overall. Everybody's kind of waiting, anticipating Jerome Powell. The consensus is that he's going to be very stern on getting us to 2%, that he's not going to let up. 2% inflation, that is. He will not let his guard down wants to get inflation under control. Some believe it already is under control. In the comments, let me let me know are you in that camp? Do you believe inflation is already under control with everything we've talked about here? Four weeks on the hot sheet, all the all the good data that we've kind of combed through and we've looked at, that all the signs are pointing towards, okay, we're incrementally getting better. Do you believe the Fed should pause tomorrow and and cool off? on the interest rate hikes and just see what happens? Or do you believe that they're gonna continue to hike them up? Do you you believe the consensus that they're at a 25 basis hike? Uh, There's a lot of belief that it's gonna be 25 point basis hike for the next three meetings in a row before they start cutting back. That the Fed wants to deliberately put the economy into a recession. If the Fed takes this deliberate approach To put the economy into a recession, the recovery naturally becomes a lot longer out. The recovery for this housing recession can even though we've seen signs that housing have has probably hit their bottom and is bouncing up, that recovery is going to be longer and slower if the Fed deliberately puts the entire economy into a recession, which many believe that's what they are doing this year. They're going to deliberately put us into a recession. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. If you're in agreement with what the Fed's doing, or if you think that they have once again gone over, uh, overcompensating here for inflation like they overcompensating overcompensated during COVID when they uh, printed all of that money. All right, interesting reports from John Burns Real Estate Consulting. On Twitter, John Burns himself. Of John Burns Real Estate Consulting had a couple of tweets that I found very interesting. New homes priced below $200,000 are now 0% of the market. So this is newly built homes below $200,000 are 0% of the new home market. They were 40% of the market one decade ago. $500,000 homes have grown from 17% of the market to 38% of the market During COVID, expect both of these trends to reverse this year. Okay, so uh, John Burns is saying that he expects this trend here at the top to reverse this year and this trend to reverse. Okay, so, so what John Burns is saying is that he believes we're going to see brand new homes become a larger share of the market under $200,000. You can see on this chart, it's available in the daily download. These are fast. There's a second chart here too. These are fascinating charts. You can see this purple line here at the bottom under 200,000, 0% of total sales. Okay, so he believes that there's gonna be new homes that sell under 200,000. He believes that number is gonna increase, that that these trends are going to reverse. That over 500,000 making up 40% of the market is going to go down. That's this red line. He believes that's going down and this purple line is going to go up. I would have loved John to share some more information on how that is possible on his Twitter feed. How do you see a builder being able to sell homes under $200,000? This must be a select few markets Across the country, let me know if in your market you've ever seen brand new homes in the last 24 months sell under $200,000. And I, I know every time I say this, there are a few markets that pop up. They're like, Yeah, you know, you can get a brand new home for for $200,000. How well built and, and how big is that home? I, I'd also like to, you know, are, are we planning on, on living there for the next 60, 70 years? I would certainly question that. The cost of material, the cost of labor is so substan such a substantial part of obviously the home building process but let alone the restrictions on these builders from municipalities in order for them to just get the right permitting to build and then land costs and John Burns to his credit <clears throat> excuse me did put out a couple tweets on land okay land prices are down 4 to 6% which still isn't enough to attract much land buyer interest right here's the thing in order for me as a builder to say, okay, I'm going to go build these homes where the market needs them at $200,000 or below, somebody's got to take the hit. I've been saying this in the Northeast for years. You want more building, but there's not a lot of land. And these land owners are like all acting like they've got gold buried in it and they're not coming down on the price. Okay. So we've seen this 4% and then a 6.4% drop in undeveloped land, Uh, and this is appreciation for finished lots and undeveloped land. Okay, so finished lots is down 4%. Finished lot means, okay, permitting is ready. You can go and start building on it right away. And then the orange bars are undeveloped land, negative 6.4%. Listen, this is something that I'm grabbing for anybody. This trend is going to continue, by the way. We we talked a bunch the last week on the hot sheet here about new construction, about new homes. And if I'm talking to somebody who's selling land, I'm bringing this chart to the conversation because this trend isn't going to reverse. You saw from from 2019 until quarter four of 2022, this uptick in appreciation for finished lots and undeveloped land. We're gonna come into a time right now where builders are, they're already backing out of deals on land. They're only going to buy deals, which means the market is going to have to keep falling to where the buyer says, yeah, I'll buy your land. And I just believe landowners are going to, if they want to sell right now, are going to have to sell far less than what they thought they could get the last three years or what they probably could get. In the market last three years and if they wait a year two years this number of their comparables is going to be even lower on finished lots and undeveloped land so if i'm a landowner if i'm somebody consulting a landowner i'm showing them the start of this trend and i'm saying hey do not wait if you're going to sell in the next couple of years you're going to definitely experience depreciation on your asset and you want to sell it now while you're close to these peak level prices on your land. Do not wait. Don't hold land and and over the next couple of years think you're going to get appreciation out of it. With where we are with new homes, we've talked about it a bunch in the Hashi. You can go check out some of those in the last couple days and weeks. With where we are on home building, you're going to have to take a hit as the landowner if you want to move the property. If you want to keep paying taxes on undeveloped land year after year and wait for something significant to happen in the future. That's your, that's your prerogative. Hats off to you, right? You're not a seller. Great, wonderful. Uh, keep the land. But if you're planning on selling the next couple of years, right now is going to be the best time for landowners. Okay. Uh, here's something that I don't think the Fed will take this into consideration, but I'd certainly take it into consideration for my local market. I'd certainly take it into consideration the way I'm dealing with people's fears about stepping into the market, because this is something that far too many Americans are dealing with right now. 64% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, okay? As the cost of living surged in 2022 with inflation, the number of Americans living paycheck to paycheck jumped 64% as of December, okay? Uh, So this is uh, according to a Lending Club report. It's up from 61% a year earlier, and, and that's in line. With the historic high first hit in March 2020. So right before COVID, we hit a historic high of Americans living paycheck to paycheck at 64%. Now, in quarter one of 2023, we are right back to that number. Yesterday, when I was speaking in Villanova, I actually said, hey, over 50% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. I had no idea it was 64%. I knew it was over one out of two Americans, and it's a sad number. It's, it's like the state of where we've been for I, seemingly ever, seemingly my whole life. You hear this. Most Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. But for it to be 64%, two out of three Americans essentially are living paycheck to paycheck. That is going to be a concern. So if, if, you're, if you're a real estate agent, if you're a lender... And you start talking to your clients uh, about the lending product, the buy down, or you start talking to them, you know, uh, about oh, three and a half percent, and interest rates just came from seven to six percent. They're like, dude, uh, I don't even know how I'm going to make my bills this week. I'm living week to week. So you've got to address that fear, right? You've got to address that fear right, right up front. We did an Instagram live right before. Uh, the show for a couple minutes. And I'm just like, hey, here's what we're talking about today. And somebody asked, like, how do you address this fear as a real estate agent, this fear of people that do live paycheck to paycheck, the fear that it's like, hey, I can't even engage in buying a home. How do you address it? Well, here's what you do. You have a real conversation. How long are you going to be in this community? How long do you see yourself in this community? Because listen, a house is just shelter, right? So whether we're going to buy or rent, let's make the best decision for you and your family. How long are you going to be here? Oh, you're going to be here seven to 10 years. Okay, so let's definitely take a look at whether you're living paycheck to paycheck now and you have in the past and you're going to continue to do that. Let's make a look and see if moving 15, 20, outs, um, 20 minutes outside of where you want to be fits into the same budget that you would have renting. Let's have that conversation. You're going to be here one or three years. Okay, well, rent prices are coming down in a lot of areas. Let's get you a more affordable rent and so that I can gain trust And create a relationship right i want to help the person achieve their goal right if you're going to be here one to three years i'm not going to advise you to buy real estate agents you shouldn't be doing that okay for the first time more than half of all six figure earners also said they were stretched too thin this is a jump from 42 percent from a year ago on six figure earners so it's not just your fifty thousand dollar earner that's feeling this paycheck to paycheck situation in America. Real estate advisors, agents, it's the majority of your clients, two out of three of them, according to this Lending Club report, who are living paycheck to paycheck. And in your marketing, in your conversations, in the way that you're consulting people, you need to address that fear upfront so that they know you understand their situation so that you can build trust and rapport and and build from there to help them. Okay, so a little bit of a tactical approach there at the end of this hot sheet. Uh, I I know that's not typically the way we go. Let me know in the comments if you are an agent and you appreciated that. Uh, We've got we've got a huge week. Again, we're going to be in Vegas to finish out the week here going remote on on this show. I'm watching closely tomorrow on Jerome Powell's speech tomorrow when we do the hot sheet. He he will not have talk spoke at that point. Uh, But on Thursday, we're going to go deep on that. We're going to go deep on what. Uh, the federal interest rate hike, which I believe it'll be a hike is, and how that's going to impact housing specifically moving forward. All right, let's take a look at what the 10-year did in reaction to um, that ECI report that came out just this morning. So right now we are at 3.51. Okay. So it's down a little bit. And just before we started the Hashi, it was back under 3.5. That's Kind of like where I keep looking, like I, I want to stay under that number, but it's it's been pretty stable floating, you know, just above uh 3.5% yield on the 10 year. It is down a little bit. I probably expect this to be pretty flat uh, on the 30 year fixed as we have been recently. We went up a tick yesterday to 6.21. I could see us coming in at like 6.2 again today. Uh, unless that thing gets back under 3.5, like it was earlier this morning, then, you know, then I could be a little more comfortable saying we're going to get back to 6.15, but we've been pretty, listen, lenders like this, uh, this stabilize stabilization of the 30 year fixed rate, because it's not like they're guessing along with the buyer. Well, should I lock today? I mean, it came down like we were doing in quarter three of 2022. Should I lock today? Should I lock tomorrow? What do you think? The lender has no idea when you're in that. Volatile situation. Uh, but for the last two months, we've been pretty stable. So, uh, lenders like that, everybody in real estate likes to see the interest rate at least predictable. We'd love to, for it to uh, get down to be a five handle. Okay, today on the real word at 2 p.m. here on this channel, make sure you're subscribed up to BAM YouTube so you don't miss any of these. We're going to be talking about uh, U.S. home seller profits. Do not miss that real word today at two o'clock. Make sure you tune into the premiere at two, or you can catch it later on on YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Tomorrow, we'll be going live 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. First West Coast hot sheet. It'll always be 9.30 on East Coast time. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys all there tomorrow. Until then, toodaloo. We'll see you then.